Welcome to the Self-Care Spotlight. I'm your host, Alyssa Cousins, and I'm inviting you to a lifestyle, a way of being, where taking care of yourself is everything from yoga to doing work that you love. Through my solo episodes and interviews with inspiring women who are just as likely to meditate as they are to curse. The goal of this podcast is to empower you to make space for you and your self-care and live your most radiant, aligned life. Are you with me? Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Self-Care Spotlight. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to share with you something fun that relates to this conversation that I'm going to have with you today in this solo podcast episode, but it also has to do with the entire month. So in my monthly newsletter for AlyssaCousins.com, I decided it would be really fun to do a monthly gratitude challenge. I'm getting on the gratitude bandwagon only because I believe gratitude is like one of the utmost, most important principles to living a spacious life that is full of taking care of yourself and feeling good. So... The challenge is very, very simple. There's no prizes. Like, it's just for you, really. You could do this entire thing and not tell anyone else that you're doing it, not even tell me you're doing it, and that would be okay by me. Of course, if you share it with me, then I would be really happy too. So here's how it goes. It's just going to be a monthly challenge that you can start right now. It only, the newsletter went out just yesterday to explain it, and it's called the hashtag Spacious Gratitude Challenge. So the Spacious Gratitude Challenge. And all it is, is every single day, the whole month of November, the, you know, month that is synonymous with gratitude and feeling grateful, right? Simply do a gratitude rant. That means speak your gratitude out loud. Either to yourself, like you're rambling and ranting to yourself, I I do all the time, or speak it out loud to another person, maybe your partner. I suggest doing this right before bed when you've decompressed or right in the morning when life hasn't got to you. I talk a little bit more about why those two times a day or when I recommend to do it in today's podcast episode, but either way, you're doing it every single day, a gratitude rant. Not gratitude journaling. I know that sounds counterintuitive because I'm the creator of the journal deck, but I'm going to recommend gratitude rants. Most of us are very familiar with gratitude journaling where we write our gratitude. I would love us to try something that I kind of, you know, coined this term gratitude rant. I don't even know a year or two ago. And it's something that people I find really like. I love doing it. Speaking it out loud, giving your gratitude out loud words. Just like how we say give your dreams out loud words. Give your gratitude out loud words every single day for the month of November. And you can use the hashtag, hashtag spacious gratitude. And tag me at Alyssa Cousins on Instagram to let me know and let others know what you're feeling grateful for on that particular day. That is all there is to it. Again, no prizes, no fluff, nothing fancy. You don't have to post if you don't want to. This is really just to collectively know that there is a 
group of uh, people out there, like-minded people who are committing just like you to creating a feeling of spacious gratitude for the month of November. And with that, let's get on to the show. Today's conversation is about gratitude. And I really did think about doing a different theme. I thought perhaps this is just really cliche, like really overused. And I thought, you know what? It it might feel like it's like, yeah, everyone talks about gratitude during the month of November. But, you know, if there's one month out of the year that we are going to be hyper-focused on gratitude, then I'm cool with that. I mean, even if it is cliche, I mean, I'm cool with it. We're focusing a lot on it this month, and I think that that the world needs that. So I'm not going to complain about that. I'm not going to change the theme. I want it to be gratitude for this month. I want that to be the central focus. So gratitude. I'm going to go with everyone else here and, and go with this theme. And it's, you know, not that I don't think we shouldn't be practicing this all the time because to me, gratitude is an absolute game changer. I've said this a million times in my teachings, but nonetheless, I still want to focus on it, even if everyone is focusing on it. Because I think it's that important. I think that for me, I've talked about in the past how much it changed things for me. Gratitude is a mindset. And I've been talking a lot on my podcast, Self-Care Spotlight, about mindsets and the brain and habit formation. Gratitude, guys, is just another habit, essentially. Just like how you get in the habit of going to yoga every Wednesday. You get in the habit of being grateful or being ungrateful of seeing the good or focusing on the bad right it's it's a habit it's a habit mindset and we get more of you know what we're looking for that's how it works like literally that's how the brain works we are looking for evidence to reinforce a habit it's the path of least resistance right So it works that way, quite literally, that you're looking for evidence that's going to back up what you've built a strong neural pathway to believe, which is if it's ungrateful, then you're constantly looking for things to be ungrateful for, or that life is shitty, or that life is hard, or whatever it might be. And until you can start to shift and step into another habit, you're going to keep getting that feeling of you have nothing to be grateful for and life is hard and life is against you when I'm here to say life is not against you and I really don't believe that fundamentally I do not believe that that's my personal opinion I don't think that you have anything I don't think that you come into this world having to fight Fight for your right to flourish. Fight for your right to be here. Fight for your right to be worthy. I think life wants you to win. I really do. I think that other things condition us to believe otherwise, but I believe that life wants you to live this full, grateful life. So, gratitude. 
gratitude is, like I said, it's a mindset. It's a way of, it's a way of being really. And I think that's an important point. It's a way of being, not like a way of doing. We don't do gratitude. We are grateful. Okay. It's a being. It's a state of being. It's not a doing thing. We are grateful. We're not doing grateful. Does that make sense? So it's this idea that we are really, you guys know it's like doing and being action oriented and then just being in this like state of gratitude and feeling really full in your life and living from that place of being really grateful and content also. I think that's another word that goes with content uh, or that goes with gratitude is content. Like that you don't have to, you can be just really grateful and not need to like be reaching for something else. Like there's this sense of if you are grateful in your being, if you are grateful, not doing grateful, right? Then you're very present and there's a contentedness to that. You might have dreams and that's not a bad thing. It's a beautiful thing. But yet when you're really grounded in gratitude, there's this sense of contentedness. And there is nothing wrong with being content. I think content gets a bad rap is like you're, you know, you're too content, almost like you're like, you know, just settling. You're like complacent with whatever you have. And I don't think it's that. Um, I, I don't. I think there's a big difference. I think content, you know, my husband, Rad, would, he, Brad would maybe be, I think I've heard him say before, like he doesn't like the word content, but I think it's a frame. I think it's a frame. So if we can see that from a different perspective, being content with your life is just like this deep sense of, I'm okay. Like my life is good and I'm here. I have a body. I have a heart that beats and I'm okay. Fundamentally, I'm okay. Not everything is perfect, but I'm okay. I am supported. I am, I am good. It's almost hard to describe. It's, it's, in, it's an internal sensation, I believe, contentedness mixed with this ultimate presence which breeds gratitude. So I don't think content is being a bad thing. I think contentedness is great. I think we all need to be a little bit more content. I think I need to be a little bit more content with my life too. You know, I think we all could just breathe into that just utter presence and contentedness with where we are, being okay with where you are, loving yourself where you are, being grateful for where you are, knowing that this is where you're supposed to be and that you're getting to where you're going to go and being cool with this right here. I think we need more of that. I think that's a different kind of gratitude that we need more of. I hope that makes sense. It's like, to me, that makes a lot of sense. We need more of that. We're such a striving culture, and I, hello, me, yes, guilty. I, you know, so funny. Uh, I'm looking at this right now on my desk. I have a truth bomb from Danielle Laporte's deck, and it says, less proving, more living. 
damn, doesn't that just like sum it all up? Less proving, more living. Hell yes. That is contentedness. That is utter content. And I am grateful for where I am and what I have. And I might have dreams and goals, but I'm good right here. And those will come to me in their own accord when they're meant to. And I'll keep doing my end of it and keep doing the work. But like I am good fundamentally. I am okay where I am. And I honor where I am in this moment. And I love myself where I am. You know, bloom where you are planted kind of thing. Oh, I wasn't planning on talking about that. That just came to me. But that just makes so much sense. Okay. So... Another facet of gratitude to me is when do we not feel grateful? I think when we have our values stepped on, we don't feel grateful. I think in those moments when our values feel, whether it's our loyalty, our trust, Whenever it might be, like your deep values with a capital V, your core values. When those, you know, think of a time in your life when someone has hurt you. They've probably hurt a really big value in your life. Like they've hurt one of your value systems. And because of that, you do not feel grateful for that moment. You might have learned something from that moment about yourself or about them, but it doesn't feel inherently good. And when we start to spiral into a place of feeling ungrateful, or how should I say this? Um, When things start to, I find in life, when things start to get hard, when things start to feel shitty or overwhelming, or we get stressed or anxious, we have a lot on our plate. You know, we're lacking space, as I would say. What's one of the first things to go? Your sense of gratitude. Because all of a sudden, everything is a problem. Everything is in the way. Everything's an annoyance. That person that's, you know, standing in front of you in line, they're taking too long. They didn't do that right. Everything is a problem when we start spiraling, when we get stressed, when we get overworked, when we get anxious, when our plates are too full, when we're not taking care of ourselves, when we're not making space for what we really want and need. When we start to go down that spiral, gratitude is one of the first things to go. It's just like, bye Felicia, it's just gone, right? It... It leaves the building. It's like, peace out. I'm gone. It's one of the first things that goes, I find. And that, when we start to notice that that downward spiral, how do we sink back into, you know, gratitude and feeling like I am okay, I am supported, I, I am, I'm good where I am, How do we get out of those anxious states, stressed states, back into a state of being grateful? That can feel really, really hard. What I would suggest in those moments is to what I what I call, I would use an energy shifter. 
I would, you know, I teach this with my clients in the Making Space Mentorship is use an energy shifter, something that's going to shift your energy energetically, like mind, body, and spirit, change your brain hormones, all the good things. So maybe in that moment, um, you need to take some big breaths or maybe you need to, you know, swing your arms up in the air and then swoosh them back down a couple of times or... Maybe you need to do some kundalini frog exercises or maybe you need to pray or maybe you need to put on some music and you need to dance. Maybe you need to step outside and go for a brief walk. Maybe you need to go and run or jog it out. Something that's feeling like literally, I call it an energy shifter because you're shape-shifting your energy, if you will. You're energy-shifting, you're shape-shifting into a different state, right? Shape-shifting is like we're going into a different state a different shape. Energy shifting is the same thing. I'm getting into a different energy here to get myself back into a state of feeling good, getting some happy hormones going here, getting back into that state of gratitude. So I would suggest utilizing an energy shifter. And once you're in that, then maybe try doing a gratitude rant which I've been talking about a lot, which is a part of your challenge for this month to do gratitude rants every single day in the morning or at night, speaking your gratitude out loud. For some people, it's not going to work, but if you're really pissed and you're going in the downward spiral, it's not going to work for you to just start rambling in your state of pissed offness. I am grateful for, I am grateful for this, I am grateful for that, like, we're gonna be like, oh, it's making me almost more pissed off, like, I don't want to do that, like, F that. I think that's gonna be a lot of people's reaction if I tell them, like, when you're really angry, just say what you're grateful for. (laughs) I feel like most people would want to, like, flip me the bird in that moment. So, what can we do? Well, Like I said, I think maybe step one is like become aware that you are starting to spiral. Step two is use an energy shifter of some kind. You know, they always say alignment before action. Let's consider that step three is the action of the gratitude rant. So we have to get into alignment first. We need to somehow shift the energy, alignment, then action, okay? So become aware, step one. Step two, get into an aligned state of being so that you can do your gratitude rant from a good feeling place. Once you're there and feeling better, step three, take the action of doing a gratitude rant or gratitude journaling if that feels more aligned for you that day to write it out. I'm a fan of speaking it out. You do you. So those are like your, it's like your three-step plan there (laughs) to take down from when you start to feel like you're gonna like completely explode and you know that you're getting out of a state of gratitude and contentedness and abundance and and space really that's like a three-step plan there that you can do awareness alignment and then take your action of your gratitude rant utilize the energy shifters in between to get you there alignment before action. You hear it all the time. I'm a really big fan of it. It's this idea that we have to shift into the state that we want to be in in order to like attract it. That you have to like, what do they always say? You have to like 
become it to receive it kind of thing. So you have to like embody, even in desire mapping, right? That's how desire mapping by Daniel Laporte works. That what can you do to feel the way you want to feel? I.e. what alignment, what aligned actions can you take to feel the way you want to feel? So for trying to feel more grateful, then what can you do to get you into that happier, more grateful state of being? Can you go move your body through dance? Can you go take a walk? Can you scream it out and just like feel like a release of some kind to help you just get that energy and feel better? Get some happy hormones, you know, releasing out there and feeling better and feeling, you know, lighter. And then go ahead and maybe try the gratitude rant, right? That makes more sense. Then we'll like start to feel the way we want to feel again, which is grateful. Again, I didn't really plan on any of this conversation. I was totally winging this one, but I feel like this is really useful stuff. So I hope this is making sense. Let's see. Is there anything else that you guys, I feel like you need to know about Gratitude. Oh, yes. I really wanted to point this out. Here's the, like the, mm, here's a caveat to the whole gratitude rants and, you know, gratitude journaling or saying your gratitude out loud to another person. There's a caveat. If you just say your gratitude, speak your gratitude, write your gratitude, whatever it might be, and you do it mindlessly, this is pointless. Mindful gratitude is key. Absolutely. You will... There's just no point. There's what is the point of sitting there? And I think people do this, I'll be honest. And this is why, and maybe it's because I'm not much of a routine person. I don't, I mean, like I kind of am. I'm a habitual eater in a lot of ways. I like to eat a lot of the same stuff every day. But I, th- I think I'm fairly not routine-ish. So if you are routine-ish, meaning you like routine, then maybe this is different for you. But I don't love the word routine. And I don't love the idea of making gratitude like it has to be in your routine um, in the same form every day, Uh, which I know that that sounds confusing because I'm having a monthly challenge right now to do gratitude rants every single day. But I think that the, the the only thing I would say about that is You want to do so with mindfulness in mind. (laughs) You don't want to do it without the sense of presence, without being mindful. If you're just going through and just like listing random stuff, that I am grateful for this, I'm grateful for that, you can almost imagine yourself sitting there. You've probably even done it before where say like you open your journal and you're like, well... I have my, you know, people have different journals that are literally just for gratitude. I think there's even one called the gratitude journal. I'm not hating on that, but like say you like open up whatever journal you have and you're like, okay, I'm supposed to write my gratitude for the day. 
but you are not in a state, again, you're not in the state of like feeling good at all. Like I would never want you to say, write down or speak your gratitude out loud for the day if you're super pissed off in that moment. I just don't know that that would have the same effect. I really don't. I don't, I think that it would just feel like a passing, you know, like routine thing. Like I'm just going through the motions because I'm supposed to be so grateful, you know, that somehow counteracts my shitty mood and that's going to make it all better. No, it doesn't work that way. You, I would want you to feel, again, like you're in a state of, in, a, in an aligned state with that gratitude. Now, that might sound hard and be like, well, Alyssa, like, but I'm not feeling like on top of the world grateful every minute of the day. I'm, I get that. But again, I would rather you be intentional about, you know, that's why I suggest right before you go to bed when you're winding yourself down. And maybe you're in your little nighttime ritual or right in the morning you wake up because mostly like something hasn't gotten to you yet from the day to like wear you down or at night you've had time to decompress. So you're more likely in a state of feeling more grateful a little bit better. Like you're in a better state of feeling good, if that makes sense, rather than like midday at work when you're feeling perhaps a little bogged down. I don't know that you're really in the aligned state in that moment to just start rambling what you're grateful for or pulling open your journal and writing it down. I would rather you come into a place of more of aligned state with that gratitude and then step into your gratitude journaling, your gratitude rants, etc. So mindfulness is key is what I'm saying when it comes to these types of gratitude practices. Um, I think we just, there's a slippery slope and this is really true of like any kind of self-care, space-making practices, rituals that we have is if, you know, you can easily go to a yoga class, for example, and not really be there. You hear that all the time. Teachers say, be in the room with me. Use your breath. Come back to the moment. Anchor down. Be in this moment. Be present. You can be doing gratitude and totally not be in it. Like, not feeling it. And I am not convinced that you just saying it out loud or you writing it in your journal in a moment of being really out of alignment is going to all of a sudden switch everything for you. It might But I think that if you want to set yourself up for a greater level of really feeling that abundance, you know when you felt that. You know when you felt that. Say like when you just finished yoga class, I can imagine like I've just finished yoga class and then I would sit and I would put my hands together. I was at home and I I would say some prayers out loud and I would go into my gratitude rant. I had aligned myself by doing all of that yoga Then I put my hands together in a prayer. I said a prayer and then I would start speaking my gratitude. What was I doing? I was taking alignment before action. I was getting into an aligned state of gratitude and feeling good in my body and then going and speaking the gratitude. And I was able to feel that gratitude 
on such a deeper, more impactful, felt level. Does that make sense? From that space, sitting on my mat, feeling good in my body, I really could just receive it that much more. I could feel into all of that gratitude so much more. It's why I would move myself to tears. You know, I whenever I, I'm imagining myself in 2016 when I was doing this and I was doing it a lot and it was like summertime and I, I would literally just be like, I'm so grateful for the sun and I would like feel the sun on my face and I felt that sun and I'd feel the wind and it would, I would feel that wind in my hair and I'd feel grateful for it. I'd feel grateful for my connection to it and I felt it deeply and I would continue with everything I was grateful for and just move myself to tears because I had really embodied that sensation. I had aligned myself to fully feel and receive all of those things that I said I was grateful for. And in that moment, I could really mean it because I could feel it like in my bones, a deep, deep sense. And again, if you're sitting there saying, well, that's, that's really sounds amazing, but I don't feel that way every day. I don't move myself to tears every day. I totally get that. But I do still want you to try especially if you're doing the monthly challenge of the gratitude rants every day. I want you to try to do it at a time of day when you're feeling pretty good, when you're feeling more relaxed, like wound down, and a little more chill, a little bit more grounded, feeling good. I don't want you to come at it from a place of desperation. I don't want you to come to your gratitude in a space of desperation necessarily. Meet it at a level of as much gratitude and feeling good as you can to fully feel it as much as you can. I hope that makes sense. I think that if we all can start to make gratitude a part of our daily, our weekly lives in some fashion. Again, doesn't have to look the same every single day. Then I really do believe that it will change things for you. Talking all things habit formation, it's going to build a strong gratitude habit that says, I have a good life. And I have much to be thankful for, not just the month of November, but every single day that there's something to be found. You know, I have my glass of water next to me. I have clean water. How many people don't have that? You know, we take things for granted. It's I always tell people, if you think you don't have something to be grateful for, if someone asks you to name five things and people like act like they're stumped, there's nothing to be stumped about. Start with the basics. I'm grateful for my home over my head. I am grateful for my heart that beats. I always would say when I started prayer, thank you for this life, this day, 
this heart, this body, this breath. And I would then go into the rest of it and it would just ramble out. You know, start with the basics and then watch it build and watch it build and watch it build. And I think that you're going to find that you have so much more in your life that just gets overlooked. And remember, less proving, more living, and being content is not a bad thing. Stay rooted and grounded in your gratitude and just watch how your life shifts. All right, guys. With all that being said, I think I'll leave this on a note of what I'm grateful for today. I am grateful first and foremost for all of you guys, the people that listen to this every week, that like subscribe to this. It still blows my mind that you do that and that you want to hear what I have to say. And I hope that you've loved this shorter and sweet episode to start to kick off the month of November. And uh, so thank you deeply for listening. I'm also grateful for the delicious vegan banana bread that I made on Monday and that I had for breakfast this morning. So delicious. I am grateful for all of the new Journal Deck affiliates. And I am grateful for going over my friends this evening. I'm going to be going over there and I haven't seen them in a while. They just got engaged. And I'm very excited that they invited us over to go and do that. So that's what I am saying I am grateful for today that I'm speaking out loud to you guys. To do the challenge, don't forget, hashtag spacious gratitude, tag me at Alyssa Costa on Instagram and let me know, let others know, what are you grateful for today? Be sure to do your gratitude rants every single day in a place of alignment for the entire month of November. And finally, be sure to tune in next week. We have a really fun, exciting guest on the show. We have Colleen McCann coming on to discuss her brand new book that just came out literally this month, Crystal RX. So this woman is essentially the celebrity crystal lady. She's the crystal lady to the stars. No joke, she's been on Goop, the New York Times, Vogue, Vanity Fair, Good Morning America, all over the place. And it was really fun to talk to her. Her new book, Crystal Rx, is just chock full of wisdom on all things crystals and gemstones. So for my peeps who absolutely adore crystals, this is just really going to be a fun conversation for you to listen to and learn even more. And for those of you who are skeptical or don't know a lot about crystals, which was, I was a little bit more in the boat of I like them, but I didn't know a lot about them, the science behind them, all the different things. This book is just chock full of wisdom. You'll want to turn, turn, you'll want to tune in as well. So be sure to look out for that coming next Tuesday on November 13th. I'll talk to you guys soon.